0: The views expressed in the following podcast do not necessarily align with Kentucky Westland College or WKWC Radio. Hello, welcome back. Let's talk hot takes. Today, you're here with Chanel and Daylin. And today, we're going to be talking about quite the character. Mm. Quite the character. A Matthew Stephen Rife, or better known as Matt Rife.
1: We are so excited to talk about this. Well, Chanel is probably more excited than I am, but like. Yeah. We both are kind of pretty pumped to talk about this whole situation.
0: Yeah. Yes. I'm particularly excited for this topic just because I saw the fall and rise of Matthew Reif. Yeah. And I think that's just so interesting that I, I watched it in live time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you don't know who Matt Reif is, he is a 28-year-old American actor and comedian. I didn't know he was an actor, but he did some acting gigs before in he- what? A couple things. Clearly,
1: it didn't work out because <laughs> I, I don't know what he's in. So, oh, Not see, that I am like important. You might be familiar with some of these Probably. things that he's actually been on. But
0: um he became interested in comedy when he was 14 years old. After one of his teachers said he had potential, he was in a talent show, and after mm. he performed, his teacher was like, "Dang, you're actually pretty good. You Hello, should pursue oh. this." And then he began performing professionally the next year when he was 15. That means he's been doing comedy for half
1: of his life. Dang, I know dedication. This guy thinks he's funny. He is kind of funny though. I'm not even gonna lie, but we'll get jokes. into it. He's we'll got some into, jokes, all yeah. right.
0: <laughs> um, He has four siblings, and this is what I thought was really interesting: they're all girls. Oh, three older stepsisters and one younger half sister. L
1: O L, which makes I just even funnier. I know. I just I
0: find <laughs> that really interesting in the context of today's topic, yeah. but. Yeah, four siblings, all girls. Mm-hmm. Now, when it comes to, like, where he's been on TV, he was a guest star on Wild and Out. I thought he was, like, part of Wild N' Out. Says he was a guest star. Maybe he was. I don't know. Anywho. He was Brandon Bliss on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Have you watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine? No. I feel like a lot of people like that show. But, yeah, he was on there. Hmm. And then he was Logan on Fresh Off the Boat. Fresh Off the Boat. See, they're all familiar, yes. but I don't think I've actually ever watched any of these. Yeah, those. I agree. And then he was in a bunch of other stuff, too, or a couple other things. So, you know, he has, he's got some experience yeah. under his belt. Yeah. He says he was inspired by Dave Chappelle, and he grew up on Adam Sandler, Jim Carrey, Jim Varney, David Spade, Robin Williams, all the likes. Yeah. So I guess we can see that reflected in his comedy. I don't know. I, I, really. I guess. I don't know. Maybe. But if you know him, you probably... Started seeing about him on TikTok.
1: Yes, he yeah. blew up on TikTok like mm-hmm. a couple of months ago, probably. Probably a little bit no, a little, no, more No, no, 2020 than he blew up. Ain't no way. Yeah, 2020. Okay, well, I just recently have really? seen his stuff blow up like in the past year. Like I have not noticed him being that popular. I think it really spiked recently. But yeah. in 2020, that's when he started getting his like
0: following and stuff. TikTok is like his... His land. All yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, where yeah. he's got a lot of his fans, and a lot of people found him on that. He would post little clips of his stand ups on there, and they would just blow up. And I, I don't know how many followers he has on there, but it's popping. All right. It's popping.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: Now, the reason, who knows? Is it
1: because he's funny or because a lot of the girls thought he was attractive? Uh- <laughs> i definitely think a lot of the girls just thought he was attractive because he is a pretty good looking man but also if you've seen pictures of him when he was younger he Mm -hmm. has veneers now Mm -hmm. so that's what makes him attractive (laughs) because his teeth before were not cute at
0: all yeah a lot of people are like was he really funny or is the only reason he blew up because he had a self-proclaimed glow up in which, like you said, he got veneers, he started working out a lot more, so yeah. he's, like, super muscular, or I don't know if he could say super, but, you know, yeah, he's, he's got, muscular, he's got yeah. the bod. Yeah. Many people believe he had some kind of plastic surgery. Or I at don't least, doubt Or at least filler and Botox at the very least. Yeah, various. I don't doubt it. I could, I can, he can say no plastic surgery, but I think he's had something done. Probably. Just looking at his face. Yeah. I'm thinking facial bouncing filler i'm thinking yeah, a little bit of yeah. preventative botox i i see right through you yeah matthew. because
1: um most definitely his attractiveness is what attracts a lot of um oh yeah females to his comedy you yeah know?
0: and that's like the whole that's the big deal yeah. is the fact that he got attractive and now he has a bunch of female fans and yeah. let's let's just listen to a couple things he has to say on being attractive all right okay matthew matthew rife he says People don't want to laugh at physically attractive people. That's what he says. Okay. He says, (laughs) you don't want to walk on stage and people are looking at your arms rather than listening to your jokes. I think it just makes me work that much harder.
1: I most definitely have heard that before. Like I've heard that quote before, and I think that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Are you
0: complaining about being attractive? He is. He is. I'm like, what? That's exactly what he's doing. And you know, the reason this is so crazy because he went out of his way to become more attractive, and now he's like, now I have to work so hard for people to take me seriously uh, because because they're just looking at my arms. uh, I'm just like. Wow. Woe is me, right? (laughs) Yeah. I'm just like, I'm sure there's something going on in the head. Probably. I think it's really jarring to go from somebody who was never considered attractive Mm -hmm. to suddenly that's all people see in you. And I think that has some validity in it. But I just think it's so bizarre to come out on air and say, (laughs) it's so hard being pretty. It's like,
1: what? Like, okay. People wish they could be as pretty as you. So... You can chill. I,
0: what a guy. Yeah, yeah. But that's not the only thing he has to say. He says, one of the biggest misconceptions of things I get ridiculed online for is people are like, oh, he only has a female fan base. In the beginning, yes, because I did blow up on TikTok, which is very female dominant, which, pause. I don't think that's true. TikTok is very female dominant. That's you not You know, true. he could say his following on TikTok is female dominant. There you go. That might be what he meant, but anyways. Anywho. Then, he says, So, I get that perspective, but when you come to the shows, I mean it's 50-50. It's couples coming out, it's groups of dudes who are coming. Despite what you think about me online, I don't pander my career to women. I would argue this special is way more for guys. Why
1: is he so mad about having his fan base be girls? Like, we're gonna dive into that. Don't if even. people think if, if girls think he's funny, then just roll with the punches, my guy, because you're getting money regardless, right? Yeah. So that's like, what a
0: lot of people are saying. About yeah, it.
1: like there's no point in complaining about it because you're still getting money, you're still making mm-hmm. money, and you're still doing what you love. Mm-hmm. So, why complain? Mm-hmm. Why do we have to target males now, like in a male audience? Why does that make right. any sense? I have a lot of thoughts on that. Yeah. All right, let's continue.
0: <laughs> but so most of this drama started within the past couple of weeks because his Netflix stand-up special, the one he was just referring to, is way more for the guys. Which have you seen it? No, I, I've not I'm seen not it either.
1: It. I kind of want to watch it just to see. I've seen enough. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs>
0: but yeah, he. It's called Natural Selection. Of course. It is. And um here's what he had to say about it. he said there are so many comedians that do edgy comedy and talk about heavy issues but do so in a way that shifts the dial forward so i'm assuming he said that as in he's also trying to quote
1: unquote shift the dial forward well homie that did not work out in I, his no,
0: favor no i don't think because so.
1: I, he's right there are comedians that do take like real big and heavy topics mm-hmm. and try to make them funny and most of the time it kind of does work yeah but i think you one need to
0: know your audience and yes two, you need to know who you are Yep, are you the right person to be making these jokes but what actually is the joke like what are we talking about uh, <laughs> well in his stand-up natural selection he opened he opens it up yeah yeah i've seen this this ca- controversial joke and I'm i'm gonna retell it for you okay so he says Him and a friend got to a, quote, ratchet restaurant in Baltimore, and there was a female server there with a black eye. Matt goes, my boy, who I was with, was like, yeah, I feel bad for a man. I feel like they should put her in the kitchen or something where nobody has to see her face. Matt says, yeah, but I feel like if she could cook, she wouldn't have that black eye. So in case you that joke flew over your head. Essentially, what he's saying is the reason that his female server had a black eye is because she got hit for not knowing how to cook. And I'm sure you can guess where like the context of that comes from, right? Yeah. And then he proceeded to say after that, he said, I was just testing the water, seeing if y'all are going to be fun or not. I figure if we start the show with domestic violence, the rest of the show should be smooth sailing. So that's him explicitly acknowledging that that was 100% a domestic violence joke. And he was like, this is him being fun.
1: Yeah. So going back to how most of his audience uh, is primarily women, um, that joke was a little out of pocket and deters a lot of your female audience Mm -hmm. that you already have. But I feel like that was the entire point. But let me (laughs)
0: let's let's (laughs) Let's, let's keep going. So, obviously, a lot of people were offended by this joke because, like you said, he has a predominantly female fan base, even if he's in denial of it. Mm -hmm. And not only that, just the fact that, like, one in three women do have some experience with some form of physical physical violence by an intimate partner. Yeah, they're going to be like, why Why did you do that? A little too far,
1: Matt. A little too far. But
0: at the same time, a lot of people still stood by him and they're like... You guys are the woke police, okay? You're you're a bunch of snowflakes. Bro. You should just laugh and move on. It was not that way. But here is where I feel like it just. Oh my gosh. His response to (laughs) his response to like all the backlash was Mm -hmm. just bizarre. He posts an apology on his Instagram story. Okay. It says, if you've ever been offended by a joke I've told, here's a link to my apology. Bro what happens when you click the link (laughs) the link takes you to a shop an online shop that sells helmets for people with special needs so in case you're not getting the um the message the message is if you're offended you're autistic essentially he's saying you're autistic right um so- <laughs> or something along so, the lines of special needs i which most is definitely like
1: have seen um there i can't remember her name but there's this woman and i'm pretty sure she is a republican and she goes and has like these really big mm-hmm. um live kind of things where she has people ask her questions and i know she kind of said something along the lines of like oh go get a helmet and oh. like but she, she didn't mean it in that way like his way yeah. was the wrong way to approach that you know uh, what I mean like because what I what it is implying is that oh you need to get a helmet because you know he's
0: literally saying if you're offended by the jokes that must be because you're autistic or special yeah, needs yeah. and that's the reason you can't see that it's funny that fries now, me out whether or not you find that funny I guess that's between you and your maker but Obviously a lot of people were like that's not okay no, it's and not a so good much joke. is obvious because he has a 15% rating on Rotten Tomatoes like his show and I'm just like what it's like it's so the way it backfired yeah it's so deliberate you just it had to be on purpose isn't mm-hmm. <laughs> it like he has Multiple one-star reviews, and they're all like, Ooh. "He's so unfunny. He's insufferable. He's disgusting. Ooh. Like nobody.
1: Like a lot we're of people. We're getting into
0: it. We're just not with it. Do you know Drew
1: Afollow? No, that is a TikToker. You might have seen her. I pro- probably. Oh, oh, is it the the woman yeah. that roasts men? Yeah, her whole yes, platform. I her, actually, is I'm just sorry
0: responding to misogynistic men online i love right? her she's so she,
1: freaking funny I, she makes me laugh yes And you
0: know what i do think she's very much an acquired taste yeah i mean but i think she's pretty funny I and do as expected she responded to his comment oh my gosh
1: i need to go watch this then i've not seen it yeah, she so tore tell into me him. tell me
0: essentially she's like not surprised by his tasteless joke and she says that Many white heterosexual men rely on misogyny to make jokes during stand-up because it's easy and only requires a, quote, single-digit IQ to laugh at a joke where the punchline is you hitting women.
1: And she yeah. was like,
0: it's absolutely stupid to deliberately alienate your female fans knowing what kind mm-hmm. of massive impact they have on mm-hmm. your brand. And, like, think about boy bands. One Direction, BTS, their their impact, their influence is because of their predominantly female fan base. Yep. And I just like, why would you go out of your way to get rid of that? You yeah. Know?
1: Well, wh- again, why do you need men's attention? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, again, why, can't, why are you not satisfied with ex- your? Yeah, current exactly. Audience? Do you want he? I'm assuming he wants more mm-hmm. people. Which, homie, just make more jokes and get more women. Be funny. Like, and my thing is.
0: Brands and studios, they love, love, love the female demographic because mm-hmm. girls, they invest in their mm-hmm. their interest. So obviously you have a predominantly female fan base. That's more success, more fame, more yep. money. Yep. And then when women like your content, like, and this is what Drew was saying, like, if women like your content, you're bound to be successful. Like, it's so easy to be successful when you've already gathered this female fan base.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. I agree with that. She
0: even talked about Travis Kelsey and his newfound female following because of his involvement with Taylor Swift, which we
1: we've talked about
0: pretty often. Yep, yep, yep. And she mentioned like after, or she didn't mention this, but like after Taylor Swift's trip to watch the Chiefs play against the Chicago Bears on September 24th, Kelsey's Kelsey Travis is that his name now? It is now. Kelsey's jerseys saw nearly a 400 percent spike in sales. Yeah. And I remember us talking about that, too. Yeah, yeah. you mentioned that. And obviously, that's because of all
1: of Taylor yep. Swift's female fans coming to support him. Which, um, if you didn't know, last night, the Packers game was on and she went to the Packers game. <laughs> because Because um, he, w- I mean, it was the Packers versus the Chiefs. But also, Simone Biles was there mm-hmm. because her husband is on the Packers team. Crazy. What a power couple. Facts. Can you imagine being like...
0: Oh my gosh, Olympic medalist Simone Biles. Yeah. With her NFL husband.
1: They're going to have some Olympic babies.
0: Those babies are (laughs) going to be like genetically advantaged to like the highest. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I was reincarnated as Simone Biles' baby.
1: The way I would just. (sighs) Anyway, that's so. Yeah. Anywho, anywho, sorry. I just had to say that because we brought it up.
0: No, that's, that's such a valid point to make. But this is what I'm taking from this entire situation, mm-hmm. okay? Matt Reif, he wants to put distance between his brand mm-hmm. and a female-dominant audience. What's interesting about the way he's doing this is instead of catering jokes to men, he makes jokes explicitly degrading women. Yeah. Now, honestly, he might not even see a difference in the two. But rather than try to build his audience, he's, like, resorting to ostracizing a part of it. Right. Which I think is just, like, you can have women and men in your fan base. Why Mm -hmm. are you going out of your way to disinclude women and make them feel like they
1: are not welcome? But also, let's think about this, too. He—obviously, he has, you know, mostly women as his fan base. Mm -hmm. But also, are we forgetting the fact that he also does have men yeah. as part of his fan base like yeah. why why is he like again why why are we being dramatic like you have both just one's larger than the other and there isn't a problem with that and I but don't i think guess there is um, this
0: all boils down to the patriarchy i think he feels emasculated by having a predominantly female fan base i think that he hates the fact that when people think of him they think of his fans and the fact that they're mostly girls, women mm-hmm. and he hates that he literally hates it like oh my god yeah and i feel like he's putting so much distance between not only his brand and women but just himself mm-hmm. and women because he doesn't want to be seen as a pretty boy with a bunch of girls that like him which is like okay to each their own yeah but i don't know just the way he goes out of his way to like put distance and like
1: like, why are you making that joke? I don't know. That fries me out. I'm not even going to lie. Like, it just doesn't really make sense to why, why you would even. I know. And push you know what?
0: That. If you find the joke funny, that's, I mean, that's your
1: opinion. I mean, like, right? that's, yeah, sure. Everybody has their own opinions and their own things that make them laugh.
0: I just find it so interesting that the way he went about it is he was trying to say, like, he's dialing forward, he's trying to open a conversation about edgy and heavy issues through these kind of dark jokes yep. and i'm just like what about this joke actually accomplishes that do you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. the punchline is domestic
1: violence yep but what about it yep. <laughs> and like don't get me wrong he's had some other jokes that are pretty questionable but they're better than domestic violence you know what i mean like he's definitely joked about like handicapped people yeah but there was i remember watching this video this woman was handicapped at one of his shows that he was making these jokes at Mm -hmm. and he asked her like "Uh, is this okay like are these jokes funny to you and Mm -hmm. she was like yes they are and it makes me feel seen that you're making Mm -hmm. these types of jokes but like again that's a completely different thing i think there's There's certain
0: ways to execute a joke. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. In some ways, it's a good way to do it. In other ways, like this one, it's just like, what did you, like, (sighs) the punchline was, yeah, she gets beat for being a woman. And what what are you contributing to the conversation, if that's your goal, if that's what he's saying he wants to do?
1: He could have made any other woman joke. And it would have been better than that. It would have been better. Like, honestly, like- the women being in the kitchen, sure, make that joke. Okay, it's fine. The joke. All the women know that that's a joke. Like, it's its not funny anymore. But, you know, you could make it. But uh, a joke about women being beat? Oh, 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 that's a little too far. A little too far. I, it's not funny. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't find it
0: funny. I don't find and it I funny think, either. You know, if this came from somebody who wasn't like him yeah like a regular old white guy yeah he's probably i don't know i don't want to make any assumptions about <laughs> him but like you know i feel like some jokes are meant to be made by certain people yep. and when other people make them it's not it's not funny Mm-mm. like it's just not like because why is that coming out of your mouth agreed <laughs> like okay bestie boo <laughs> and i'm just like come on man so much potential just mm-hmm. down the drain mm-hmm. for what because you really really don't like the fact that people know girls like you yeah the way i would be and what's really interesting though is like he was very adamant about making his appearance a point of his whole brand before he like blew up like he was going out of his way to post like thirst traps and stuff and now he's got the attention that he wanted so badly
1: and he's like mad about it so what are your thoughts dalen so my hot take is um I still think Matt Rife is funny because I watched a TikTok the other day, a TikTok, and it made me laugh. But I think um wrong time, wrong place for that type of joke and he shouldn't have made that type of joke and that joke wasn't funny. So I still mm-hmm. think he's funny and I I mean I like Matt Rife, but in that context um and what he's trying to do now i am not a fan of really i mean and i I think that's how most of his female audience is now is like oh so you're gonna throw us to the side and try and appeal to men even though your main audience is women Mm -hmm. it kind of doesn't really make sense to me but Again, he makes funny jokes, and most comedians will make offensive jokes, but not all of them are going to work out. And this is a case where it didn't work out, and um, his apology was not a good apology. It was um, actually it really wasn't bad. Even an apology? No, actually. it wasn't. Um, so that also is a little questionable. But um, we're going through some some rocky stuff, Mr. Yeah. Matt Rife. But yeah. I still think he's kind of funny
0: my hot take um i have to say i think he's deeply insecure and i think that's the reason he's gone out of his way yeah i think that's the reason he's gone out of his way to um disparage the majority Mm -hmm. of his audience because he really hates that proximity to women Mm -hmm. and he wants to divert that back to men because i don't know maybe that'll make him feel more masculine and sure of himself i don't know but yeah yeah as for the joke itself, it was just in poor taste and I think it's not even that people were like really offended and hurt by it. Right. I think it's just it's so tired and overdone. Mm-hmm. People have been making the same jokes about women just like I don't know forever and like I'm so I'm honestly just tired of hearing about. It. Can you if you're going to be offensive, you could at least be funny. Yeah, facts. I don't mean do it with your whole chest try I, harder. Guess. I don't try know try harder. I just think it's very dumb, business-wise, to mm-hmm. go out of his way to do this. And, um... There was no reason for it. If he's funny, I don't know. I think he... His crowd work, interacting with the crowd, that's fine, I guess. But, um, the jokes itself, including the one that sparked this controversy, tired, old, bad. All right, nothing special, Dang, okay? hot take. It's a hot... Is it a hot take? I feel like a lot of people agree. Like, wow. Well, I don't know. Maybe I just don't find i'm gonna stop right there <laughs> but um i don't know good luck to him i don't know how he's gonna come back from. i don't think he wants to come back from this yeah probably not based off his quote-unquote apology
1: but he j- just started going on tour like well, as of recently like it, it was like super popular and all the tickets were like really expensive so i don't really know what's going on there i don't know why he did that business wise but am i his manager no, no. And so, you know what
0: if he somehow bounces back from this, kudos, I guess. But I know he's not getting any money from me. That's fair. Good luck to him, and um, good luck to him, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really have much to say for him. Like he's dug his grave, mm-hmm. made his bed, gonna lie in it. I guess he seems pretty happy to lie in the bed. Actually, I so. get yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, that's all I have on Matt Rye for you guys today. Yeah. And on that note, we just want to wish everybody a successful finals week. Mm -hmm. I know it's so stressful. I literally, I took a test this morning and I don't think I bombed it, but I don't think I did great. So I'm just wishing everybody a good experience. The semester is already over, which is crazy. And we have to go home soon. Yeah, push through. Okay, it's yeah. just a couple it's more days. Just a couple, just more, a couple more days. Some people even get to leave early, so Lucky. you can do it. And for the people who don't get, to <laughs> leave
0: AKA early, me, because I have a test on Friday. Everybody who has to stay for sports, um, I hope you guys have fun, right?
1: At the very least, but um. But yeah, you will hear from us next semester. next semester, yeah. and hopefully we'll come back with some juicy, juicy stuff juicy over the break. Um, We're we here might to do bring the trauma. I would love to do a little combination episode of just like a bunch of different topics, mm-hmm. and we kind of just breeze through them quickly because yeah. I'm sure there's going to be a lot going yeah. on. So just catch a little us up, catch recap.
0: us up over the winter. Yeah. yeah. But um, so happy holidays! Happy holidays! We'll Merry
1: Chrysler! Oh. We'll see you guys next semester. Bye, guys.